Hello, I'm Flick and you're listening to Everyday Burnout Conversations. This is the honest podcast that shares burnout expertise along with the stories of others from all walks of life that strive to inspire and help you manage and avoid burnout. Now, my passion for burnout and self-care came about when I became a mental health writer who'd lost her own mental health to severe burnout. And it's an irony that's not lost on me. So get set to enjoy another great conversation, delightfully wrapped up in some wisdom, humour and great storytelling. Enjoy. Hey, hey, hey. Here I am with um, a little solo session for you today. This is it's going to be a little short and sweet everyday burnout convo with you that I hope will, I'm hoping they're going to slide nicely in between the brilliant guests that I've got lined up for the weeks that will now take us through to the end of this year. Uh, the reason I'm sharing these little solo sessions, it's because... Well, some of you really kindly reached out and told me that you've enjoyed listening to my solo pod chats in the past season. So I thought, well, here we go. Here we are, season five. Why don't I just sit down with my mic and share some thoughts that are rising to the surface for me lately anyway? Um, and actually, on that note, something I wanted to share since coming out the other side of burnout is that I actually really now prefer to work intuitively, wherever that's possible, that is. Meaning I like to kind of immerse myself into exploring and creating content on a topic that feels right. Because when I do this, more often than not, I seem to be hitting the spot for someone out there. It's interesting, isn't it? It's because I think when I've done this, when I've shared what I've learned from my lived experience or strategies that I've tried and loved or shared with my clients and friends, then this is the work that resonates best with people. It's the work that engages and connects with others. Because you know what, at the end of the day, we're all just trying to take steps forward in our lives, aren't we? Um, even though we are all in different boats, we're sometimes navigating the same storm. And right now, oof, with the heaviness the world is feeling, the, I don't know about you, the heartbreak that is unfolding and continues to unfold in the news, connection to one another, the sharing of our stories and our experiences, the reminders to take better care of ourselves. Well, it's it's probably that healing balm, isn't it, that we're all hankering after? Because our nervous system, it's hardwired to be connected to others. It's something that ensures our safety and survival. There is no overriding this initial instinct we feel. And when I was on a walk yesterday, I was thinking about you and what could be helpful to talk about this week. And this led me to realise that, okay, regardless of if you're listening to this episode, because maybe you're recovering, navigating, maybe you're teetering on the edge of burnout, perhaps you're listening to this because, you know, you personally know me or you followed my work and just curious to hear what I'm chatting about today. Something I think we all need to remind ourselves to do right now 
is to meet ourselves where we're at and do whatever we can, whatever it takes to look after ourselves in this very moment. Like when we sit and take stock, the world has experienced and changed a lot these past few years, hasn't it? So it's only natural for us to feel discombobulated at times, to feel like sometimes we're standing on unsteady ground. And so how do we tune into ourselves? I think the centering point is to ask yourself in this very moment, what do I need now? That needs to be your anchoring question. And yes, listen, like I know it's an obvious question. When we say it out aloud, sometimes, oftentimes, actually, most times, <laughs> my autopilot answer would be like straight off the bat with little thought, uh, a slice of cake, a lotto win, a sun lounger in the sun, some really good bloody chocolate or a glass of wine. But is that really the answer? Is that what I really need in that particular given moment? You see, I know how hard this question can feel to ask yourself. There's no surprises here that I burnt out as badly as I did. I've also sat and watched others literally sit and wait for someone else to answer this for them to notice that they need something. They're almost annoyed when someone hasn't chewed into them needing something and providing that for them. Which, and listen, this is all observational. There's no criticism here. Remember, I've been in those trenches, but my observation leads me to think, well, this is a bit bloody bonkers when you truly consider it, isn't it? We have autonomy we have free will over our own lives. Now, look, yes, we have a set of circumstances individual to us. Again, everyone's circumstances will be different, won't they? But they will be circumstances that with a series of choices and actions, we can influence, change and manage however we want them to be. But here's another angle. Maybe you're someone who has become so conditioned or so habitually used to meeting others' needs that you measure your desires on them and their wants. You know, you probably sit there and regularly say, like, if my, those in our circle, so those in our circle, I'm thinking family, friends, work colleagues, work life, that kind of thing. You regularly say, if my family, if my work, if my friends are happy, then I'm happy. You've become so exhausted and probably depleted and used to not having any of your needs met for such a long time that here's the thing, you don't even know what you truly like anymore. Again, I get it. I've been there. These scenarios are precisely why asking the question, what do I need right now? It's not as straightforward as it sounds, is it? 
you, you might actually feel some resistance when you ask this question. And not proactively and regularly meeting your own needs is why your nervous system is feeling it. Why your body is probably sitting in that stress response. Why you're carrying that around with you, that tough, that, oh, that rotten sensation of fight or flight. You're carrying it around with you in your back pocket everywhere you go. It's, it's pretty knackering and exhausting to move throughout the day this way. It's knackering to reach the end of the day, having carried these sensations with you everywhere, with every step you've taken. Which is why this is where the relationship we have with ourselves, the love we have for ourselves, don't cringe when I say that, the value and the worth we see in ourselves is actually paramount in making any small or big strides forwards. In reality, taking hold of the reins and nurturing yourself, well, look, it's neither egotistical or self-centred. Taking hold of the reins and nurturing yourself, it's compassionate. It's, it's secure. It, you're giving yourself that security. It's, it's humble. It's self-knowing. It's, it's what roots you really deeply into being fully aligned to yourself, aligned to your path and your purpose. And blimey, it feels so much better to be grounded and rooted within yourself rather than that horrible, unsafe and oh, unsettling feeling of being in the stress response. It's, you know what, it's what connects you to your joy and the things and the people that light you up. It's what ties, it's like tying a great big double knot in the string that connects you to your heart space and the ability to love yourself. Because when you truly nurture, you care for, you love yourself, then regardless of what happens in life, no matter what chaotic tornado has just walked into the room and is swirling around you. Because let's face it, the one consistent thing with life is its in inconsistency. But, okay, so you've got that, you know, swirling tornado around you. You stand a better chance of just swaying amidst the storm as opposed to a snap, break or fall. You'll just move with it. You'll respond to it as best as you can. You won't crumble. And this ability, this, some would actually call it resistance, wouldn't they? Um, oh, I have a bit of a complex relationship with the word resilience. I'm trying to work through it. That's another story for another time. But this is what keeps burnout at bay from ever knocking on your door again. And if you're listening to this currently knee deep in burnout or having stepped out of the burnout trench, oh, I think I just heard that huge sigh you gave then. It's certainly a sigh of relief, I feel too. You see, when you truly love yourself, you shine. 
It's it's strange, isn't it? People will actually say to you, oh, you look good. You look well. You're, you're able to live your life in calm. Finally get to experience any appreciation for joy on a whole new level. And I'm not talking materialistic things or success metrics that rely on external validation or status symbols. I'm not talking that. I'm talking about the little things. You know what? Like the walk I went on yesterday, the nature that literally surrounded and wrapped around me is kind of magical to take that in when you slow down and look around. And let's face it, how many times have I walked along that river path and not savoured a moment? Like a lot of bloody times. I used to walk that river path actually when I had really crazy tight anxiety in my chest. Sometimes it would take me a two hour walk to kind of ease it. <laughs> you know, we're talking like eight kilometres and finally I'm going, oh, that feels a little bit better. But actually that walk yesterday, there was something about it that was that helped me tune in to what I wanted to share with you today. Right now, I understand. Listen, nurturing, caring, loving yourself, it may seem to some almost unimaginable. But please keep walking down this path. Self-love, taking charge of your wellness, your happiness, your joy. It's a journey. And yet it takes time. But it's also a choice and one you can be ready for to truly, truly choose, tongue twister there, um, and dive into the now with. I'm here to say today, do it. Do it, do it, do it, because you bloody deserve this. The world, oh, the world unfortunately is still not set up to protect people's mental health. I'm literally saying this two days after the UK government have failed to prioritise mental health. The the King's speech was two days ago um, and that's used by the UK government to highlight their priorities for the next year, okay? Well, the mental health bill, it should have been there. It would have been a chance to improve how the system works when people are in a mental health crisis. And that means it's actually really highly unlikely the UK Mental Health Act will be reformed before the next election. And this, this is the reality and the time we're living in, isn't it? And oh, so many people are struggling right now. And listen, on that note, like there's a huge difference between people managing their mental health and those managing a mental illness. You know, we just need to put that there on the table too. But as I come to end this everyday burnout convo with you, I want to remind you, you should never feel guilty for taking time to to recenter yourself, to, to come back, walk back to who you are and care for your health and well-being. You do have autonomy of your life. This is your story. And I, I reiterate that point because honestly, let's face it, what, three and a half years ago, I didn't feel I did. I felt I had no autonomy of my life. I can remember saying to someone, I feel really stuck. She was so lovely. She said, Flick, you're not stuck. I was like, eh, I am. I read some beautiful words the other day that in a bit of a short, sharp split second, 
they were really able to truly pull me back to centre, remind me that life, this lived experience, our relationships with others, our relationship with ourselves, well, it's it's truly ever changing. It's always evolving. It's multifaceted. When we zoom out, when you think about it, our life, like it's kind of a glorious sandbox we get to play and explore in. I know some days are bloody tough. But anyway, here are the words that landed with me the other day. It was something that Iman Ali wrote. Body is purified by water. Ego is purified by tears. Intellect is purified by knowledge. And the soul is purified by love. I think these words brilliantly, they illustrate, don't they, how our physical, emotional, intellectual and spiritual well-being is actually interconnected and how... Well, how our true fulfilment comes from purifying and nurturing each one of those areas. But for me, more importantly, those words shine a light on that, you know, love is the ultimate power that can heal. It can inspire our souls, bring meaning into our lives. And so I think that's probably a really lovely point to end on today. I'll let those words sit with you too, in case they land when they ignite a spark that help you in asking yourself that anchoring question today, what do I need right now? So thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you some big love. And if you've enjoyed this episode, then, you know, please consider giving it a like or review as it helps these convos reach that little bit further. Hopefully, my mission has always been, I just want them to land in the lap of someone else who needs to hear this message today. It was funny, I was asked a question the other day. Someone said, oh, what is your podcast for? What are you doing to promote? It really threw me because I was like, huh? I'm not doing it to promote anything. I literally... I set out to create this podcast because, oh, bloody hell, I was in a dark place. I felt really rough for a good long time and it is lonely and isolating and scary. And so this podcast, you know, I I do it because I just, even if I can help one person not feel as shit as I did, I've scored, I've done well. So again, If you like it, send it to a friend. Consider giving it a like or review. It really does help. And thank you for listening. Take care. Chat soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Everyday Burnout Conversations. Take a peek at the show notes for any links to items discussed today. And if you want to continue the burnout conversation, you can find me on social media at Flick Taylor Writes, or you can head to my website, flicktaylor.com, if you're curious and want to learn more on what it's like to work with me one-to-one. So in the meantime, rest up. Don't forget to take good care of you and bye for now.